Have you ever been asked to do the one thing you dreaded most? Often we find ourselves stuck at a crossroads, the place in our journey when we realize that the old way of doing things is no longer working. Learning to pivot brings freedom in life and business. When life provided the opportunity, I left corporate America to start my first business in 2004 while raising my twins. In 2021, we left the only life we had ever known and moved across the country to start over. There were more questions than answers and the road ahead was unclear. However, we decided to let faith, not fear, be our compass. Today, we are building the life of our dreams. With my background in marketing and a decade in the photography industry, I know how to help entrepreneurs shine online and share their talents with the world. The opportunity to rebuild my business allowed me to transition into a role as a business coach and a personal brand strategist. Join us here each week where we share simple strategies to get you unstuck in life and business and on your way to living the life you've been dreaming of. I am your host, Shalini House, and this is the Educated, Empowered, Inspired Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Educated, Empowered, Inspired show. I'm excited to continue a series of answering some questions from our listeners about learning to pivot in life and entrepreneurship, and specifically how to overcome the fear, the imposter syndrome, or even the self-sabotage that can sometimes come with that change. Today, we're going to talk about how do you know when it's time to pivot? How do you know when it's time to pivot? How do you know when you need to let go of something good to potentially step into something great? This question comes from Amanda and Tara, and they specifically were curious about what the process looked like and if I could walk them through what one of my seasons was like when I decided to make some of these pivots and lessons that maybe I could take away or I've taken away or things that I have learned over a few of my pivots in, in the time that I've done this. So today we're going to talk a little bit about the pivoting. And I want to start with that all of us are faced with seasons that we need to consider making a change in our lives. Sometimes those seasons are chosen for us, and other times those seasons are seasons we choose. However, learning to navigate those changes and learning to look for patterns not only will help you navigate your current season of change and get through that hard, but it will also give you a roadmap when you start to see these changes come in the future, and you can start to look for some of the things, the steps or the steps that I took today to kind of see maybe if you are on the right track or, or maybe helping you implement that change. So the thing that made me lean into this subject a little bit more is that when we moved from Dallas to Boise in 2021, I would get message after message after message from people who were saying, yay, that is awesome. I am so excited you are packing up and you're moving and you're chasing the life of your dreams, but I could never do that. That is amazing. That is wonderful. However, I could never do that. I'm so excited that you decided to switch from one business uh, to another. That is so cool. I really admire your ability to pivot and to lean into that change, but I could never do that. But I could never do that. But I could never do that. I get those messages all the time. And I am here to tell you, you can do that. You can. It just takes a little bit of self reflection, a little bit of prayer and other things that are involved in this, but I'm going to walk you through the steps today that have come. And, and I've actually, as I sat down and mapped this out, these were the steps that came through when I started my photography business in 2014, 
we decided to move across the country in 2021 and this most recent pivot into coaching. So these are kind of my five steps. And I hope by sharing these with you today, I'm going to show you that you can do it. Change can be hard and it will look different in different seasons of your life. However, I think we can all agree that change is the one thing that's going to be constant and we need to learn to navigate it. And learning to navigate it will alleviate you with that stress and anxiety that you may have the next time you're looking at change. So before we get into the five steps that I go through when it comes to navigating change and learning to pivot, you first of all have to set the environment. You have to quiet your life, create some space for you to breathe, for your soul to breathe, and for you to just be. And that's where you're going to get these downloads, these inspirations, and the things that are going to probably challenge you a little bit in your thinking. But I read a book called Essentialism by Greg McGowan or Greg McEwen, I think in 2017. And that book literally changed my life. It changed my life. And then it taught me the importance of doing what matters, doing the thing that I'm called to do and not trying to do all the things and be everything to everyone. And it really taught me the importance of creating space to think and for my soul to breathe. And so I went ahead and started implementing some practices in my life. And I can tell you, since I've started these practices, they've been life-changing for me just to help me navigate seasons like this. So the first one is creating a daily space for yourself, just whether that is taking some time to walk the dog without podcast and, and the earbuds in, whether it's sitting in silence, drinking your coffee in the morning, journaling, whatever it takes, you need to find some space on a daily basis to just kind of collect your thoughts uh, see what comes up and just kind of sit in that quiet space and see where where your heart and your soul take you. And then the second is I feel like you need to do it on a weekly basis too. I really try to use Sundays as my day to unplug, turn off the phone, turn off the social media, you know, just get out in nature, get off the, the podcast and the content consumption and allow myself to some time to really think and process and to navigate whatever uh, thoughts and inspirations are coming to me in that quiet time. So that's where you have, you first of all, you have to set the stage. And then once you have that stage and you've set that process, these are kind of the five steps that a major life transition or even some minor things have happened. And these are kind of my five steps that I have found that happen usually almost every time. Thanks again for joining us today. Before we get back to the show, I just wanted to take a moment and share a quick review from one of our amazing listeners. This one is titled Easy Quick Listen with Practical Business Advice. Shelly and her guests have practical, easy to apply business tips to help you move forward in your business journey. Thank you so much, Jen B, for your wonderful feedback. We appreciate that. We make these episodes for you guys, so we really appreciate your reviews and leaving us feedback to allow us to know what type of guests to have and how to take the show in future episodes. So thank you again, Jen B, for your time and leaving a review. Now back to the show. Number one, it always starts with an idea. We get so many ideas every day, that rush of excitement, you know, oh my goodness, this is such a great idea. And nine times out of 10, those ideas may start with some great, but then they kind of fade quickly. And that's okay, because that's kind of the way it works. But however, when I know that there's like a huge, you know, download, that this idea is maybe bigger than myself, or it's inspiration, or God's trying to get my attention, I know that this idea is big because it won't go away. 
it is that it's like that fly in the car that keeps buzzing around you when you're trying to drive and no matter how much you swat at it or roll the windows down it won't fly away it's just there and it's present and it will not let you concentrate on anything else because the fly is requiring all of your concentration at that time so that's what it's like i have this idea it won't go away and usually when I see that the idea keeps coming back, it keeps growing, it keeps almost taking a life of its own, that's my first clue usually that this idea is big and I need to sit up and pay attention. So after I get the idea, my next step is I always pray. I pray for four things because these are the four things that I specifically need in my own uh, character and wiring. And I think a lot of people do, but first of all, I pray for direction. I have a lot of ideas, y'all, and I'm in my head a lot, and I have a lot of fear. And I just have a lot of things going on up there. So I pray for divine direction that I will be able to get past my own thoughts and my own anxieties and really have the direction that I need to go uh, if I'm going to start pursuing this idea. The second is clarity. Again, I just need clarity and uh, knowing what to do and how to do it and when to do it. That clarity is important. So I pray for clarity. I pray for discernment to know uh, what's in my idea and what's maybe God's idea and how he's leading me uh, for wisdom. I just I just pray for discernment. And then most of all, I pray for courage because y'all, I like to stay safe and I really like to stay comfortable. And usually nine times out of 10, these ideas are requiring me to get out of my comfort zone. So I need a big dose of courage to uh, start taking action, which leads me to number three. I start taking action. We're just talking small steps here. We're not getting married. We're just maybe going on that first date. And this is where a lot of people get stuck. They sit around and they wait to have 100% clarity, 100% confirmation, or no fear before they start taking action. And I am here to tell you that is never, ever, ever going to happen. You are never going to get to that point. And so you have to start taking action and start putting things into motion, knowing that you can course correct as needed, but motion is what leads to starting to build that. Start to just take small steps. If you're thinking about going to grad school, maybe it's just pulling out the, the course requirements and looking to see, you know, what you have and what you might need to go take. If you're thinking of starting a business, maybe it's just researching, you know, are there other people out there doing this business? Is this a viable way to make money? You know, what would it look like? What, what might be some of the startup cost? Just starting to do that research, starting to put the ball in motion and just starting to see where it takes you. When we were moving to Boise, the way this looked for us was we just decided we'd been here a couple of times. We had researched it. We really felt led in our hearts that this might be where God is taking us. So we just got a realtor. We got a realtor just to say, let's just see what's out there. Let's just open that door and let's see what walks through with it. But we just decided to hire a realtor. Anyway, I guess where I'm going with this is act, action is the antidote to overthinking. That's one of my favorite quotes by John Acuff. And it tr is true. If you're one of those people like me that gets all up in your head and is a huge overthinker, the easiest way to do that is just by taking simple action. Just do one small thing, put one small foot in front of the other, and start taking steps. And I always tell God, I'm going to keep going in this direction until you tell me to stop. And I can tell you, I either get a clear yes or a clear no, but I always at least start and start going in that direction until I get my answer. And then that leads me to number four, which is looking for confirmations and affirmations. So once you start to put the wheels in motion and you start to build that 
things are going to start happening that are either going to confirm that you're on the right path or they're actually going to tell you to change course and that maybe this isn't the right time or the right season. And the things, some of the funny things that have happened to me over the years were mind blowing. And when I was younger, I think I probably chalked those up to coincidences. But as I've gotten older and I've learned a lot and seen that, you know, just gotten some discernment, I realized that those are divine confirmations and affirmations. My friend uh, Lori calls them God wings that are telling us that we're on the right track. And it's just a way to let us know that we are continuing to do, to walk the walk that we need to walk. For instance, when we were moving out of Boise to go back to my earlier example, we had hired the realtor and there were a lot of things that were against us. We didn't think we were going to be able to move here because it was becoming a very popular place to move. People were starting to pay attention. That prices were starting to go up. There was an inventory shortage. There were house bid, you know, people were getting in bidding wars. Things were just getting really crazy. And if you look at it on paper, there is no way we should be living here today. However, because we had been pulling on that string and we felt, you know, that we were supposed to come here, some crazy things started happening. The first thing is we were looking and we had found like a neighborhood that we were interested in, but the neighborhood was like, no, we are sold out. We're not even taking people on the wait list. There's no way. And out of the blue, I get a call that there's a builder that has a lot and that builder is willing to hold the lot for us to be able to fly up and look at it. Y'all, this was unheard of in 2020. People were not doing this. And the fact that the builder had a lot and was willing to let us fly up to take a look at it was just mind blowing. And then we get here and we fall in love with the lot. It's beyond our wildest dreams. And then we're thinking, okay, can we afford to build on this product? You know, is this in our price range? And guys, after a few months of tweaks and all that, we were able to get the bill job within the price range that we had wanted. And again, just little things like this kept dropping into our lap. Even down to one day I was in, it was I think October of 2020. I'm in the Verizon, I'm in the Best Buy in Frisco, Texas. And I went in to get new phones and I was talking to the lady and she was like, I, we were with AT&T at the time and we were just going to renew uh, our contract with them. And I told her that we might be moving to Boise, Idaho. And she said, well, that's funny. I just moved here from Boise. So after a little bit of a discussion, we realized that she was moving. She had just moved from the very place that we were thinking about moving. And she's like, I'm going to tell you, there's another carrier out there. You're going to probably want to go with Verizon because for where you're living up in the foothills, they're going to have the best coverage. When you get into the mountains, you're going to have the best coverage. And she's like, I just really think this is the right one for you. And so just to hedge our bets, we decided to switch our phone carrier and that was one of the best decisions we ever made. But again, he placed a Verizon employee in Best Buy in Frisco, Texas. It's just one of those another little God winks that I needed to let me know I was on the right track. The little things like that will happen in your journey. And it's so fun to watch them. Those little confirmations and affirmations start to build and let you know, you know what? I am on the right track. This may get hard. I may have some really rough nights and some really hard days. But I at least know that I'm going where I'm supposed to be. And they just give you the confidence to keep going. So number one is it starts with an idea. It always starts with an idea that won't go away. And then number two is you pray. You pray because you want to get direction, clarity, discernment, and courage. 
And then number three, you start taking action. You start taking those small steps to just see where this journey might take you. And then number four, start looking for confirmations and affirmations that you're either on the right track or maybe you need to correct your course and, and go in a different direction. But I promise you those will show up. And then number five, and this is the last one, and it is the hardest one for me, is at some point you just have to take that leap of faith. At some point, you will have to take that leap of faith and that really hard thing, you're just going to have to go do it. It's going to be that point of no return, possibly. And just back to our voice example, the way that looked for me is the day we put our house on the market to move here. We put our house on the market in, in Texas, and it was my dream house. I loved it. I love the house. We had put so much care and love into the building of it. You know, I had my pool and all the fun things that, you know, a person that lives in the Texas thinks they need to have, which is kind of funny. But anyway, needless to say, the house went on the market and we got an offer the first day and we had the, we accepted the offer. And I just remember the night I signed that paper. I was like, there's no going back. We, you know, we may not wind up in Boise. We, what, I don't know what exactly how this is going to turn out but we can't go back. And that's the hardest one of all. But y'all, you have to look at yourself and say, do I want to risk staying stuck? Do I want to risk staying stuck and not moving forward and always wondering what if? What if I had done that? What if I had put myself out there? What if I had started that new business? What if I had taken a leap of faith and spoken at that conference? What if? And at the end of the day, I'm here to tell you that my fear of staying stuck and staying complacent and staying where I was, was my fear of staying stuck was bigger than my fear of what was going on on the other side. I knew I wanted to have no regrets. In fact, Mark's boss and mentor at the time told us, and he's about 10 years older than us. He said, listen, guys, when you get my age, you don't want to have any regrets. And that was another confirmation to me that, you know what, we need to try. And I remember my husband and I looked at each other and we said, we have no idea where this is going, but at the end of the day, we need to try because we don't want to have any regrets. And so I hope you all get to that point in your journey where your fear of staying stuck is bigger than your fear of what's on the other side. And you want to let go of wherever you are, let go of that good because you've got something greater and you want to step into that great. And I hope you just can make that decision to go all in. And it could be leaving that corporate job. It could be launching that website. It could be putting your house on the market. It could be launching a new business. There's so many ways that going all in can look depending on what season of your life. But again, I promise you, it's worth it. So as we summarize, just take some time this week to get quiet. I love to give you guys practical and tactical steps. So I want you to spend some time this week thinking about what your present season is and maybe where you're being called to make a change. What does that look like? What confirmations and affirmations have you been receiving that you might be chalking up to coincidence? And finally, is your fear of being stuck bigger than your fear of what's going on on the other side, your fear of taking that leap. I hope this message has encouraged you today. And I hope just the steps that I've taken you through to start with an idea, pray about it, start taking those actions, and then look for confirmation and affirmations. And finally, take that leap of faith. Those five steps 
Hopefully they will help you the next time you are navigating a season of change. If this message inspired you or resonated with you today, please leave me a message, send me a DM, send me an email, connect with me because I want to hear about your journey and I want to be there to cheer you on because I've been so blessed to have so many other people cheer me on and I love to link arms with you and cheer you on on your journey. And remember, wherever you are in your life and business, don't stay stuck, keep going and be brave. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you were educated, empowered, or inspired, please follow and leave a review and share this episode with a friend. I want to help you get unstuck in life and business so you can build the life of your dreams. The first step on that journey is learning to calm the chaos and make space for what matters. Get my secret weapon for finding time in your busy life to make good things happen. Just click on the link in the show notes and grab my simple strategies to overcome overwhelm and take back your life. And until next time, remember, don't get stuck, keep going, and be brave.